We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Mile High Huddle Podcast, and I'm your host, Chad Jensen. With me, my fellow football priest, blogging his rear end off today. You know him, you love him. Zach Kelberman. Zach, the news of the day, of course. I mean, I had a, I had a episode queued up. I even scheduled it. We're going to look at some of the toughest or, or the key matchups and position battles to watch in training camp, which we can still get into some of that, of course. And then the news dropped that Yoma Awazarike, second-year Denver Broncos defensive lineman, suspended indefinitely. And let me define that real quick for this year, the entire season, for sure. Yeah. You had the article for us. Uh, break it down for everybody. What the Sam Hill is going on? Tough blow, man. The Kelberman curse lives on. I've been talking up a, a, a Wuzurike. I'm still getting that pronunciation down for a couple months now. And here he goes getting himself banned for the entire year. He cannot even apply for reinstatement until one calendar year from now. So July 24th of 2024. As Chad said, he's out for the entire 2023 season. And I would assume the Broncos move on fairly quickly considering Sean Payton in June warned the Broncos against gambling and the league's gambling policy. Apparently, Awuzurike did not hear that message. It was too little too late, though, because he was gambling on games last season, and it's retroactive to this year. So that's the, the gist of it. He gambled last year, he got caught, and now he's suspended for an entire season. Everybody is wondering how it's going to affect things. We're going to get into it, but before we uh, do, let's grab these great Super Chat superstars who jumped in before we even went live with Supers supporting the cause and sounding off. Starting with Sam Bam. Thank you, big dog. Appreciate your generosity. He says, evening, everyone. Time to do up the podcast. Then going to go see Oppenheimer. Anyone seen it yet? Can't wait for training camp for Broncos football to be back. 11-6 and and a playoff win. Go Broncos. I got to tell you, Sam, that's not a movie I have seen yet. I know it just barely came out over the weekend, but it is a movie I'm going to see. Everybody knows Robert Oppenheimer, the uh, brainchild, basically, the godfather of the atomic bomb. All right. Now I am become death destroyer of worlds that guy um and it's done zach by uh christopher nolan who of course most famous for his batman movies but inception uh tenet uh what's the most recent dunkirk anyway 
killer filmmaker. So I'm I'm gonna be seeing that. And Napoleon. Have you seen the Napoleon uh trailer that has Joaquin Phoenix as Napoleon? Looks dope, dude. Looks dope. But uh what are your thoughts on Robert Oppenheimer, the man who basically spearheaded the birth of the atomic bomb that was dropped on Japan twice? Yeah, a lot of criticism I've seen about the movie. People think it focuses on Japan and the bombings, but it's more of a biopic about Oppenheimer, and uh, it looks really well done. I have not gotten the chance to see it quite yet, but anything Christopher Nolan touches usually turns to magic, and I will be in that movie theater with a big old thing of popcorn enjoying myself. That's a that Vedic scripture that he quoted on, on national television back in the whatever it was, either early 50s or late 40s. Now I am become death, destroyer of worlds. That thing has always stuck with me. I don't know why. I've never forgotten it. It's just kind of creepy. Uh, Troy, what's good, big dog? Great to see you in the house. Appreciate the super Thanks, chat, Troy. my friend. Hey, guys, bummer on the suspension. He says, who is next up or brought in? Shelby Harris, someone else. No more self-imposed wounds, please. Have a great show. Who do you see uh, the Broncos may be looking at here, Zach? There are quite a few names the Broncos could consider for defensive line help. Whether they go defensive tackle or pure defensive end remains to be seen, but they were already thinned out there. We were talking about defensive line being a need for at least three months, and now the Awuzurike suspension makes that need even greater. Yin, uh, Yannick Ngakwe is out there, though I think he's a little more of an edge than a pure defensive end or tackle. Shelby Harris, of course, though I wonder if he's still salty over being traded to Seattle, even though the Broncos paid him a multi-year deal before that. There's Matt Ioannidis, there's Akeem Hicks, there's uh, Michael Brockers. These are all fairly household names to the hardcore football fan, and any of them would provide valuable insurance uh, after a Woozery Gays ban. But Shelby, that would be a pretty cool story, if only because he was in that Seattle deal and getting him back for basically nothing would be a good look for George Payton. Indeed. Uh, we can go over some of the names and we will, I have a, I have a list pulled up via over the cap, which is not quite as uh, comprehensive as spot rack, but being that we've been whistling past the graveyard lately with the uh, lagging thing, seeming to be a thing of the past. I don't want to tempt, the internet gods and pull up spot rack, which is notoriously the most laggy bogged down site uh, in our realm. Look at this. The Papa bear, as he is known in his realm. Speaking of realms, David McElrath with a very, very generous you, super chat. Really you guys helping us just take it to another level and uh, kicking off training camp week. So thank you, David. Love you, big dog. He says, good evening, Broncos country, Chad, Zach, Dylan, and Deacon Scott four days. He's, he's predicting 12 and five Sam Bam 11 and six uh, hashtag MHH for life Denver Brox for life. And then he says here, Zach, wow, I guess the gambling is a problem. Don't uh, they understand the poli NFL policy? Shake my head. You know, it is interesting because for a time, Zach, uh, it was a problem in, in professional sports. I mean, it mainly affected uh, the realm of uh, I got to stop using that word. That's now the third time of baseball right we can think back to the chicago white Sox, pete rose and the 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 hammer was dropped sufficiently on these guys to where i think for the most part it really did kind of scare a lot of would-be maybe pro athlete gamblers straight they didn't fiddle with it but my theory on this zach when david says here what the heck i uh, i guess gambling is a problem don't they understand nfl policy they understand it it's that 
now they're used to everyone's got a bookie on their phone now 24 7 or they they if they want anyway right like fan duel draft kings uh all that kind of thing people are used to now wagering in different ways and uh so for the younger generation which wazarike is among that group i mean he's only a second year pro maybe to him zach those lines got blurred maybe to him it became more of a gray area um and it didn't matter if Sean Payton came in and tried to remind everybody of this policy, because sounds like the damage had been done. I mean, he was betting on NFL games, which was last season and he got popped, got busted. The thing is though, the NFL was pretty vague about their gambling policy up until this off season. It wasn't entirely clear what's permitted and what's not permitted. And uh, they had to release fairly recently, like the do's and don'ts for gambling. If you're an NFL player, you can't do it on NFL games, on your own team, in the team facility, in any sort of uh, team-sponsored function. And we don't know the exact details of what Awuzurike did, but it violated one of those tenants. And again, it was a little vague, and he's not the only player that has been caught in this crossfire. I think it was the Colts a few months back or a few weeks back had like three players suspended from their team for the same reason, and they came out and said, well, it wasn't made clear to us what's allowed and what's not allowed. Uh, it's unfortunate, but going forward, Awuzurike is an example of what not to do, and I think his Broncos teammates or maybe soon-to-be former teammates have gotten the message. Thank you again, David. Seriously, appreciate you, big dog. Uh, looking forward to seeing you in just a few months. Mike Ronquillo throwing down. Great to see you as well this evening. That means all is right as rain when Mike is in the house, that's for sure. Uh, our MHH ambassador on Facebook and sometimes YouTube. Definitely on Twitter as well. So, Mike, so good to see you, my friend. Um, also, we're getting word here from Opethian, uh, a man whose um, opinion I've come to trust over the years on football takes. So why not trust him on movie takes? He says Oppenheimer was incredible and, of course, follows that up. Nolan is a legend. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Much love. Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Man, I wish I could see who this is. I don't have time to pull up my phone and see. But thanks for being with us on the MHH Superfan Group. I've had a kind of long day. You guys bring a bit of peace, much love and respect. Sorry I can't catch streams all the time, but I'm always watching after the fact. I work nights. No worries, my friend. No worries. Great to have you with us. Um, Zach, let's let's take a look here uh, at what Savage Boy Kev has to say, and then I want to examine a few of the names that are available out there on the D-line market in depth a little bit more. Uh, always try to get at least one Twitch comment per night. Sometimes uh, we, we don't, but most of the time we do. Savage Boy Kev, great to have you with us on Twitch. He says, I'll take Shelby back. Uh, yeah, uh, Yannick Ngakwe, solid, but his run defense is awful, I think is what he's saying there. Um, but Zach, and thanks again, Savage Boy Kev. Let's take a quick look here. I have it pulled up. Everybody cross your fingers that we don't have a, 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 a hitch in our giddy up because I've got over the cap queued. Um, so what is it? One, two, three, four, five, seven. You know, it's like 15 guys here. All right. Uh, interior D-line, unrestricted free agents. Here's the list of names because people are going to be listening to this after the fact. J.J. Watt, Akeem Hicks, Matt Ioannidis, Chris Wormley, William Goldston, Ndamukong Sue, Linval Joseph, Brandon Williams, Justin Ellis, Corey Peters, Vincent Taylor, Tyler Davison, Mike Pinnell, Isaac Rochelle, Kyle Pecco, remember him, and Justin Zimmer. Interestingly, Zach, Shelby Harris is not on here. He's not listed. So, um, But do any of these names of this collection jump out to you at all? I don't want anything to do, and this is my personal opinion, anything to do with uh, Nadamik and Sue. I don't want that sort of uh, toxicity in the Broncos locker room, and he's up there in age as well now. I had Chris Wormley on my list that I put on Twitter, but then I realized, or someone said to me, uh, he tore his ACL last December. I don't know how viable he would be. Uh, Keem Hicks and Matt Ioannidis from that list would uh, be just fine for some depth. But again, if Shelby Harris wants to come back, that's the only you know, hold up here. Is he still salty? Does he still have sore feelings about being traded? If I'm Shelby Harris, I'd want a job over not having a job. He's still a free agent. Uh, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But Hicks, Ionitis, eh, it kind of goes down from there a little bit. I'll say them too. I'd be happy with that. Definitely. Um, I think of the of this top five guys here, and it looks like they're basing it on it's ranked based on current APY, it appears. So this isn't necessarily guys like ranked in order of greatness, although J.J. Watt, we all know, great, but he's old. Um, Akeem Hicks jumps out to me, but he's getting up there. Look, 34, all right? Uh, Ioannidis, I always have a hard time with his name, to me jumps out as the most intriguing of this group just because he's still under 30. He's relatively versatile. I could see him kind of fitting in well with what the Vance Joseph-led Broncos defense might want to do. Uh, and then as like a, a flyer beyond Shelby, I still think Shelby makes the most sense. Um, but now they're in a position, Zach, the Broncos, where they might need to bring in two guys because we were talking about it being a not a possibility, but a probability that some of that Evan Mathis money probably get used on a defensive lineman once they see what's what in training camp, right? As things start shaping up, they get a feel for how guys are are developing. Uh, specifically, we were talking about Uwazirike and Matt Henningsen. Now you cut one of those guys from the equation. Unless Matt Henningsen just comes in and balls out, 
they might need to go out and sign actually two veterans, not top dollar vets, but a guy like Shelby Harris, Zach, I could see him taking, you know, a couple, two, three million APY on a one-year deal. After all, he had his emergence as a pro. He got his chance from Vance Joseph. Vance Joseph is who actually gave him his opportunity at, at that point beforehand. He was a busted former Raiders draft pick that was literally hanging on to an NFL career uh, but for dear life. And that seems to be maybe Zach where he's at right now. So it would make sense. Do the VJ thing again. It, it would make sense. And a move just has to happen. I, I can understand to an extent the Broncos want to see what they have, but they don't really have much at defensive end. I'm looking at the depth chart right now, courtesy of our lads. I mean, you, behind Zach Allen and uh, Henningsen, who's listed as a starter, which is a problem in itself, Jonathan Harris, Jordan Jackson, um, Elijah Garcia, who, and uh, Nindambusi, the uh, international player of the Broncos. I just butchered his name completely, but we talked about him a month or two ago. That's no one with veritable experience. You need some depth in there. You need some veteran experience in there. Just as the Broncos signed Cameron Fleming to return as a swing, as a backup for you know some depth, they have to make a move, and it has to happen pronto. Uh, Scott also reminding us that Ndubuisi, the um, Nigerian player, played offensive tackle last year. So, you know, he's a big athlete, right? And he's big, strong, fast, twitchy athlete. So you never know. But expecting him to suddenly be the answer, I think, is uh, is a little would be anyway, a little bit misguided. Um, OK, let me jump back into the chat for a second here. See some reactions. By the way, Mike's reminding everybody, I forgot this. I'm sitting here thinking. When we were streaming last night, Zach, I'm thinking my memory betrayed me. I'm like, yeah, Saturday is when we're going to get the helmet reveal thing. We are. That's when fans are going to be able to do some scratch and sniff at the everyone back together day thing that the Broncos are hosting along with the other 31 teams. But tomorrow is when they're actually debuting the new helmet design. Mike says Broncos white helmet reveal is tomorrow. Can't wait to see what it looks like with the Broncos big D logo or the white horse. Have you heard any further hints, Zach, on what this might look like? Because I'm seeing some people on the chat saying, you know, kind of uh, like coitus interruptus. It's like a very boring, everyone got all excited. And then it's kind of a boring white helmet from what, from what some people maybe are hearing. Yeah, no one likes that for sure. The Broncos social media team put out another teaser today and they hinted again, it's going to be some sort of icy theme or all white theme. Uh, someone on Twitter said earlier today, speculated that it could look like the Ole Miss uh, alternate helmet, which is like majority white, but has some blue and red in there for their colors. So maybe some orange and navy speckled in. Again, I'm not too big on the uniforms or helmets. It's cool for the fans. I want to see the new design, but there's no pleasing the entirety of the fan base. No matter how it looks, some people are going to find fault with it. GLP in the house. What's going on, big dog? He says, uh, evening, Chad, Zach, and Scott. Way to go. Talking to David McElrath. Go Broncos, Buckham. Thank you so much, Gary. Uh, you're amongst the crew. We are very much looking forward to seeing uh, in just a few months at the MHH meet and greet, which is, as a reminder, October 22nd. So we look forward to seeing you there, big dog. And Michaela, yeah, um, we were a little bit late, but we I think we popped off at 6.15. Uh, so, and this came in at 6.32. So hopefully, she refresh, hopefully you refreshed, my friend, because uh, we hate to disappoint you. That is for sure. Um, you know, just real quick, Zach, some reactions pouring in, um, not necessarily via super chat, but like Heath saying here, I am disappointed 
in Wazarike. We needed him. I hope we can use the money uh, we have left over to sign two more defensive tackles and trust uh, we'll make it through the season. Um, yes, that's the hope. Is uh, Like I said, I agree with you on that. Might need two. Might need two additional uh, D tackles. Here's the Duchess sounding off Thank you, in uh, true classic form as she is wont to do. Love you so much. She says, Michaela does. How dumb of Wazarike getting suspended for betting on the Broncos. <laughs> I heard he bet on no Gordon way. fumbling. Is it true? MHH community rocks. Hashtag Buckham. I hadn't heard that about maybe she's joking, but uh, I hadn't heard anything about Gordon, but it would be so, it would be the height of comedy and irony if it were true. Oh man, he would be cashing out. That's a bet that you can easily win if Melvin Gordon, uh, you know, Melvin Gordon fumbling. I don't know the exact details, Michaela, whether he was betting on the Broncos or other teams' games, but you can't do it. It's a no no. He was caught and now he's being punished for it. It's unfortunate. Um, yeah. So anyway, thank you so much. Uh, she wants to know with another one is thank you, Michaela. Uh, with Wazarike suspension, can we bring Harris back? That's the thing. Can yes, should in my opinion, Zach. Yes, will some of those things. Even if the Broncos are interested in bringing Shelby back, which I got to assume, considering now, especially the relative need that a guy like Vance Joseph and even George Payton, who look, you were willing to include him as part of the sweetener for the Russell Wilson trade, which okay, but he wouldn't have been traded if if Payton didn't value him. Sounds kind of counterintuitive, but. The only guys that get dealt, you know, transactions are something that's of value. And maybe the Seahawks, Zach, in that moment in time, valued him perhaps more than uh, the Broncos. But I'm digressing here a little bit. It makes a lot of sense. Again, I got to remind everybody, Shelby Harris was hanging on for dear life for his NFL career. Broncos gave him a shot under Vance Joseph. And I get it. It wasn't Vance Joseph that, you know, found him and signed him. That was the John Elway front office. But once he made it to the roster, it was Vance Joseph that recognized, whoa, this dude can actually contribute something, gave him opportunities. And it was under VJ Zach that we saw and we learned Shelby Harris has that clutch gene, make him plays when the chips are down. The pass deflections alone, whether it be on a third down or a field goal try, uh, we saw it in action. He is incredible. I'd like to have that skill back. But, you know, in terms of never feeling wanted by the Broncos or being salty, I can understand about the trade. But let's not forget they gave him a three-year, $27 million deal with $15 million in guarantee. He earned $10 million of that before he was traded. So it's not like he was chopped liver to Denver. As you mentioned, he was a nondescript, no one, a former Raiders cast off who the Broncos molded into a pretty solid starter. It's his prerogative if he has sore feelings with George Payton or the front office, but it is a new head coach. And maybe the prospect of pay playing for Sean Payton coming back to Denver, similar to VJ, uh, could entice him. Um, I'm seeing here from... Uh... Uh, Savage Boy Kev giving us some some hints here that Mike Kliss tweeted about the the helmet. Uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to find it real quick. Hopefully I can. If not, I'll I'll move on. But okay, let me get past the Uazarike stuff. Okay, here's what he says. This was five hours ago from Nine News. Mike Kliss, the Broncos alternate helmet to be revealed tomorrow. Team's social crew has hinted the helmet's base color will be white. 
as it needs to match those garish color rush units for at least two games. Uh, will there be an orange stripe down the middle? Orange Crush logo. Can't wait. There you have it. Thank you, Mr. Producer. So uh, that's our kind of hint on top of what the Broncos kind of further elaborated on earlier. So, look, whatever it is, I mean, as I've said before, I like the one that they have. And if they were to change it up, Zach, because I am, again, I'm, I'm superstitious on these kind of things. I would tell them don't do it as far as like the the, the helmet that, that you rock on on the reg. But if you were going to change it, something that very prominently features slash honors the old D, right? Like the the hat you often wear on the show. But I'm really curious to see how it, how it ends up shaking out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like there's no middle ground for this helmet release, uniform release, whatever. It's either going to be really dope or really cringy. And I hope it's the former, but again, there's no pleasing everyone. It can be, it can look super cool to me, Chad, and you can hate it and, and vice versa. So um, exciting for the fan base. I like the fact the Broncos are trending in the newer um, direction of going with the all white kind of clean, icy uniform. But ultimately I don't care what they play in so long as they win freaking football games. Diamond Rattler in the house with a very uh, generous super chat. Thank you, my Thank friend. You, Look, this is the uh, brainchild slash creator of my little uh, Bronco beaded medallion that I display with pride. So good to see you, Diamond. Hope you're doing well, big dog. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, Albert, it's a bummer. Uazarike suspended indefinitely. For show, not going to see him this year. And very likely you'll never see him suit up in a Broncos uniform again. Uh, he says, does Albert, if Awazarike is suspended, there might be an extended role for Henningsen. You never know. I mean, we, we talk about Zach, the uh, concept of players getting Wally pipped, right? Because of an injury starters going from, from the, the starting lineup, a little injury sets him back. And that guy who s subbed in for him while they were down, just kicks the door wide open and never looks back. Uh, you know, this isn't exactly an injury situation, but, Henningsen just had a huge his if his opportunity was like this now it's like this um but you know there's a few other vets I mean Jonathan Harris we'll see that was a guy Fangio seemed to really love kept him around although between injuries and just kind of the roster math we didn't get to see much of him so maybe they will wait Zach till the first week of camp is through to, to kind of decide what they're going to do but that's what other teams are going to be doing too. So you might want to jump out and and nip this in the bud and solve the fill the hole the the, the demand aspect of it ASAP. Howie freaking day, jumping in with some stars on Facebook. So good to see you, big dog. Hope you're doing well. Appreciate your support as always, my friend. Thank you, Howie. And in terms of Henningsen, there's nothing I saw from him last year. Not to discount him completely, but I didn't see anything that can lead me to believe he's a full-time starter and step into that role immediately. I always thought he's a backup and he's a kind of project player for VJ, yada, yada. Um, it would be 
similar to starting Deshaun Williams last year, you know, when they had no business doing so, it was a need before a Wuzurike suspension. It is a must now. And to a previous comment that we had, I wouldn't mind if the Broncos signed two of these defensive linemen, bring in, you know, Ionitis and Akeem Hick. Akeem Hicks, imagine because you need Chad someone with a little pass rushing upside, and um, Shelby Harris provides that. Henningsen does not. You already have run stuffers and Mike Purcell, Tyler Lancaster, PJ Mustafer, the undrafted rookie. You need someone that can be a two way player, so to speak. Yeah, I'm seeing a comment here from uh, to segue just for a sec. I see a comment here from Dylan saying that the Titans killed it on their alternates. I've been a little bit unplugged today. Uh, with some stuff going around, going on uh, close to home with uh, a contractor guy doing some work on my place that I've had to deal with. So I haven't been as plugged in. I haven't seen that yet, Dylan. I'll look for it uh, a little bit later. But look who it is. The man, the myth, the legend, Phil McLaughlin, who proves every single night that Broncos country is not a geographic location. It is, in fact, a state of being. What's going on, big dog? He says, evening, Chad Zach and Deacon Scott on the road again. In Texas now, just sending some love. Hashtag Buckham and MHH for life. Love it. Thank you, Phil. Much love and respect. Uh, hope it's been a successful trip getting to see the fam. Hope everyone's doing well uh, in, in Clan McLaughlin, big dog. Thank you. Get home safe, Phil. Appreciate you tuning in as always. Most definitely. Um, let me grab this one from uh, Keith on the subject of uniforms. How did the Browns get away with the blandest uniform reveal being fire zach what are your thoughts on this i'm not um, sure exactly what he's saying like it was perceived as fire it was bland and yet turned out to be fire i think that's what he's saying i think so as well and i think people just love simplistic people love minimalistic and, and not doing too much to me when it comes to color schemes and palettes and, and everything less is more cleveland really had nowhere to go than up though, because they were so, I mean, they were just brown and orange for some reason, but I agree here. The Oilers, Titans, whatever, those are sick. Yes, um, those are sick. I mean, I always kind of liked the Oilers colors back in the day. Um, for what it's worth, the, the Warren Moon uh, era Oilers. Uh, so yeah, uh, diamond, you could actually, he says, where can I find the exact lyrics to my creation? You can buy the vinyl. Um, there's a lyric sheet in the vinyl and the LP barring that it shows it on when you listen on Spotify, on Apple music, and you can Google it. You can Google right now, bridge the gap, my creation lyrics, bada bing, bada bang. They'll be right there for you. Big dog. Thank you for listening to bridge the gap. Appreciate you, my friend. Um, okay. What's this from Roy? Good to see Roy Osborne with us tonight. He says, I thought I read that Mike Purcell is on the PUP or uh, NFI. Yeah, NFI list. Am I wrong? No, no, no. You're not wrong. That's the other bummer here is Purcell is opening training camp on the non-football injury list. So he can be brought back from that onto the roster at any given moment. Like there's no, oh, got to miss this much time if they get placed on it because you're not at the season. Uh, but if players that are placed on the NFI to open the actual regular season – they have to miss four games, but I don't think the Broncos are expecting Purcell's act to be out that long. If you get Purcell back on the, you know, honestly, with him being a vet, Zach, if you get Purcell back before the season, I feel a, lo a lot better, to be honest with you, even if they don't make any uh, additional moves, just because he's got starting experience. 
you, you in, in combination with DJ Jones and now of course, Zach Allen, um, I could, I could, at least it's, it, it creates to me like more of a fail safe than right now you're basically going into the next, the, 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 the first preseason game, for example, or any game with a unproven guy starting next to DJ Jones and or Zach Allen. Something about Purcell's salary as it stands right now really bothers me. I mean, the Broncos, if they move on from trade or release, they would clear over three and a half million dollars. And that, you know, you could put that toward a defensive end, for example. I don't think the Broncos in the grand scheme need Mike Purcell because he's a pure run stuffer. And I mentioned a few minutes ago, they have Lancaster, they have PJ Mustafer, DJ Jones is pretty good against the run as well. I just want a defensive lineman that can get after the quarterback, that can stop the run, but also provide some heat on the pass rush. Indeed. Indeed. Um, let's grab this third super chat from the Duchess, Michaela Parker. Love you so much. I can't wait to see you, by the way. It's going to be so fun. She says, bring in Akeem Hicks and Shelby Harris. I think you could make it happen to be honest with you without fully breaking the bank. So those would, those would be that tandem. You know, I would be okay with that tandem, honestly, especially knowing that Shelby Harris, Zach is a veteran in the BJ scheme. Uh, Hicks, you know, he, he was a Fangio guy in Chicago, really blossomed in the Fangio scheme. This is going to be like a weird hybrid of the Fangio scheme from what we've been told from different players who have talked about uh, BJ's install. He really went to great length to get with players and like figure out not just nomenclature like verbiage, but like schematic stuff so that they're not totally reinventing the wheel that worked so well last year. And then they're going to kind of graft it into um, his thing because as much as we liked the defensive coordinator last season, he basically just ran the Fangio defense and just, he had a different play calling personality, but the scheme itself was Fangio. Yeah. Michaela, this was the comment I was referencing a second ago. I said, you know, someone mentioned bring in two defensive linemen. I am all for that. I, I liken it to, you know, entering this year offensive line for the Broncos was a, uh, a weakness, arguably their biggest weakness. You sign two high profile players. It instantly becomes an area of strength. Right now, the Broncos' defensive line is probably their biggest weakness overall, but you bring in Shelby Harris, you bring in Akeem Hicks, you pair them with DJ Jones, Zach Allen, that instantly becomes a strength as well. I would be all for signing two guys. You know, they needed one before a Wuzuruke suspension. I could see two happening now. Indeed. Um, Michaela, thank you so much. Um, Diamond Rattler with a, another super chat. It says, see, I always get lost. He's talking about the Bridge the Gap song. My creation. When you say open up the sky. Oh, okay. Well, just Google it. Google it, my friend. Uh, open up the sky and, and shoot me to the firmament. That's what it says uh, for what it's worth. But appreciate you, big doc. Thank you for the support again. Really means a lot. Uh, okay, Zach, we are at the 31-minute uh, mark. We'll keep tonight relatively tight, knowing that things are going to get cooking uh, this week. It's going to be fun that we actually have I mean, even today, Zach, we actually have news to react to and analyze and break down, which is unfortunate news, but it does feel good to be talking about relevant current event stuff, not like projecting forward on even like the draft. We love the offseason. You guys have heard me say this before. My favorite time doing the show, doing the, the Mile High Huddle thing is the offseason because it's fun. 
Zach, to put on the, the speculator's hat and, hey, who are we going to hire? Who are we going to sign? Who are we going to draft? All that stuff is dope, but at a, a certain point, you want to get to the to the to the actual thing, right? That you've been speculating on and anticipating, and we're on the doorstep. Can't wait. So anyway, any topics, guys, questions, get them in the chat. We'll get them before we go, but um, we're getting close. So um, Zach, here is one from uh, from Joe. Joe with an update says, "Hey guys, I haven't been on in a while. Mom's been in and out of the hospital since February. Thanks for the prayers. We can sure use them. Hope all is good. We will continue." to put those good vibes and, and thoughts and prayers out for you and your mother. So keep a stiff upper, uh, stiff upper lip, my friend. All right. She's going to need you. So that's awesome. And let us know, Joe, as you go along, how she's doing, we'll be keeping her in our thoughts and your family in our thoughts for sure. Most definitely. Um, okay. Let me see if I missed anything real quick. Um, gosh, where'd it go? I should have started. This is what I get. It was something Todd Ostendorf said, but uh, I'll find it here in a second. While uh, to give myself some some time here, I'll grab this from uh, from Keith. He says, "Do you think this is our only suspension the Broncos are going to have for gambling? Other teams had the multiple offenders." Zach, I haven't heard any word that anyone else the hammer's dropping on anyone else in Denver, and I would assume that if there were if there was evidence on anyone else, it probably would have come out exactly. in the same investigation that outed uh, Uazurike. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It would have been uh, publicly released by now if there was another offender. And after what Sean Payton said and told the team in June, um, I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. It's unfortunate you lose a second-year player who you used a draft pick on, but uh, that's the, uh, the the lesson learned here. Don't gamble in the NFL. Uh, Mike says, some NFL players got released from their teams for the gambling. Yeah, specifically um, the Colts guy, the DB, I, name's escaping me right now, but Honestly, I'm sorry, Iwazarike. Like I, I was really stoked on his upside, but you don't really deserve to be on the team when you're breaking rules and you're gambling on. I mean, we don't know the full extent, or, or unless there's been reporting I've missed, Zach. I, I'll just speak for myself. I don't know the full extent to what he was uh, exposed gambling on. If it was his team in which he was actually, you know, uh, participating in the outcome that could have shaded it one way or another to his individual selfish benefit or if it was just nfl at large if it was the broncos he doesn't deserve to be a bronco because you know unless you're just betting on your team winning every time right and you're going to do everything you can even then you're breaking nfl rules but if you're throwing your 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 performance in any way shape or form to try and cover a spread or whatever that's there's just no place in that for uh the integrity of the game which if you notice the the statement the Broncos put out, Zach, I'm going to read it real quick before I serve this over to you. Uh, it said the Broncos said uh, we were informed by the NFL today that Wazirike has been suspended by the league indefinitely for violating its gambling policy. Our organization fully cooperated with this investigation and takes matters pertaining to the integrity of the game very seriously the denver broncos will continue to provide all members of our organization with the necessary education resources and support to ensure compliance with the nfl's gambling policy close quote yeah like i said earlier i don't know the full details whether he was betting on the broncos or other nfl teams i will say though after a few weeks of the season if he was still betting on the broncos to win 
he's not a very smart man. I saw a comment earlier that said he's probably betting on the Broncos to lose, and more than likely he cashed out on those bets. But regardless, you just can't do it. You can't do it from the facility. You can't do it if you're an NFL player for the most part. It's better to not do it and just be happy with the game check that you'll be getting every week. We have a, a request here from Diamond saying, we need a Nick and Zach segment. Put that together like a, a debate. We pick a topic maybe and let you and Nick Kendall go at it. What do you say? I'm game. I don't know if he is, but I am. Uh, I don't know that the <laughs> the microphones can handle how fast we both talk together. Yeah. That would be that would be pretty imposing, but uh, I'm always down for it. Someone, uh, Scott, does Nick have his satellite phone where he can be reached on you know Mount Kilimanjaro or wherever he is <laughs> at this very moment? We'll put in a line. Don't worry, though, Diamond. We'll see what we can do about that. Uh, Mike, thank you, bro. Throwing down some massive big boy stars on Facebook. Uh, great show tonight, Chad and Zach, on the Mile High Huddle podcast. Go Broncos and buck them. Thank you, Mike. Seriously, really appreciate your support, and especially this uh, tail end of the NFL desert, the NFL summer. It really comes in handy, so thank you, big dog. Uh, Zach, last thing I wanted to get your thoughts on, and then we'll dip on out of here, is – the news broke last couple of days that Akib Talib's brother, Yakub, who was involved in that altercation after a high school football game or prep football game, it might even been youth. I don't remember exactly the football. Anyway, uh, where he murdered a guy, the brother of Akib Talib. Akib Talib was there. We talked about this last summer. This all happened last summer. Um, he was there, and depending on what video uh, angle you want to kind of hang your hat on, seemed like he was at least doing this right and it it escalated and his brother just made a ridiculous ridiculous decision with a, a firearm took a man's life he pled guilty did yakub he's going to prison sentencing uh is going to come august 7th akib talib was not criminally charged uh so that's the good news bad news for akib though is alongside his brother the family of the man who was murdered is suing them because I guess they had some, uh, some involved, some some uh, involvement in how the whole event, the game, and the whatever was set up. They're being sued. Akib is. I mean, let's face it. Yakub doesn't ha probably have any money anyway, and he's going into the slamma, but um, million bucks in civil court. So Akib Talib, that's what's that's the latest. What are your thoughts? I hope he wins the lawsuit because it never should have happened. That's a, a ridiculous crime that took place. And I don't really want to talk about Akib or his brother. I want to just, I think the victim in this case is the person that we should be talking about and giving our condolences to and really focusing on. It, it gets lost in translation because Yakub is the brother of a former NFL star. And that's what the headline is. And not that an innocent man lost his life over literally nothing at a, at a, at a youth or whatever football game. So you know, you mentioned earlier, Chad, we have real news coming up soon. We don't have to kind of dig around for things. This is the epitome of that. In a few days, we'll talk about training camp and not about a murder from, you know, connected to a former Broncos player. The victim's name, by the way, Michael Hickman. So RIP. Yeah. Um, this is the statement Akib Talib. Last thing here, uh, released through his attorney. Quote, Akib was present when this unfortunate incident occurred and is very distraught and devastated over this terrible loss of life. He would like to convey his condolences to the family of the victim and to everyone who witnessed this unfortunate tragedy. So thoughts and prayers up to the family of that man. Um, 
It's it's a shame. All right, last super, and then we're going to dip out from Diamond again. Thank you, my friend, saying a Nick-Zach debate every week when game week happens. I think people would be stoked on that. We might have to think of think up a uh, uh, segment, whether he comes on our show, you go on one of his shows, whatever, uh, and everybody kind of set their their clocks to that because it, it would be uh, definitely appointment TV, so to speak. I love debating, and again, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm in. Um, the thing is, though, from what I've seen of Nick's shows and his takes, we tend to think mostly alike when it comes to the Broncos and roster construction and personnel moves. I don't know how much debate would happen, but I'm game, man. Let's make it happen. We, we would just have to uh, posture it uh, on, in a sense, where we know both of you have a uh, – you see this a specific topic sure. differently or something yeah. like that. But good good ideas, Diamond. We'll, we'll definitely consider this. Colby, thank you, bud. The Triple C in the house on Facebook, throwing down stars. Really appreciate you, big dog. Um, all right, guys, we love you. We're going to go through a couple messages, and then we're going to dip out. That was another tremendous installment of the MHH pod. If you're not doing so, please follow us on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now at the MHH pod. You can follow the main account, the mothership account at mile high huddle, Chad at Chad and Jensen, myself at Kelberman NFL and Scott, our producer at scout Kennedy. If you guys want some merch, like you see Chad rocking all of the podcast hosts rocking, each and every week, go to MHHmerch.com and check that out. If you haven't done so, please give us a like at Facebook.com slash MileHighHuddlePod. You can follow us on IG at Mile underscore high underscore huddle and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts for your chance to win some merch each and every single month. But if anything, my one takeaway is this. Please subscribe, like, and share this video and every video you see on the MHH channel. It really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like you. Amen. We got Scott to, on it now. That's right. <laughs> Amen to that. Uh, shout out to these great supporters and Super Chat superstars. Uh, we will start on uh, YouTube with the Duchess, Michaela Parker, throwing down um, Sam Bam, Troy, David, Gary, Diamond throwing down multiple times. Love you guys. Thank you so much. And on Facebook, Mike just going off. Love it, dude. Phil, uh, during his travels, checking in, throwing down. Colby, Howie, much love and respect to you guys. Thank you so much. Tomorrow will be fun because even though Zach and I, we're not uh, streaming tomorrow, we get to see what this new helmet is all about. So make sure you're checking in with the uh, Broncos for Breakfast guys, the Building the Broncos guys. Uh, Mile High Insiders Wednesday. We're back on Thursday. So can't wait to see you guys then. Shout out Coop and Michaela Israel as well. But I hope you guys have a tremendous start to your week. We'll see y'all Thursday prepping you for training camp, which starts Friday. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.